I'm Shannon. Wait, I'm not Shannon. <laughs> Nope, 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 nope. I'm already drunk. <laughs> All right, so if you think Mr. Rogers was being tortured in the bad place, don't you think that he was trying to, like, talk to his torturers and being like, I still love you just the way you are. Right? Like, how did that fucking look? <laughs> Mr. Rogers is getting butthole spiders. And he's, like... You did such a It's a small world, but they're all Jews. <laughs> that one, yeah, that one too. <laughs> we were re-watching The Good Place tonight, and, you know, I was just thinking about how every, in the show, everybody from the last 500 years... Is in the bad place, which means everyone really awesome and good went to the bad place. I can't even imagine. Mr. Rogers Mr. in the bad place. Rogers in the bad place. That just seems so cruel. Or like the happy little trees guy. Fucking Bob, Bob Ross. Ross in the bad place? What are they making him paint next to Andy Warhol? <laughs> <laughs> or a Jackson Pollock? Yeah. Like who's he? Is he in a is he in an art classroom with all those artists and just like he's being tortured because they're so crazy and off their <laughs> rockers? That would be hilarious. Would I be would pay to see that. That'd be funny. Oh man, I was going somewhere that was. Oh, so I um, oh, God, it has been a busy fucking two weeks. Yeah, the reason why we're talking about Walt Disney and Henry Ford being anti-Semitic is because I took a tour of downtown Detroit uh, architecture walking tour and the person who gave the tour to us uh, sat us down for like a good half hour before we started in the Davidson building and was talking about how all of these buildings were built mm-hmm. and they were built by Henry Ford's architect who was a brilliant German Jewish architect like he invented the mega mall like he invented like concrete buildings wow um and I totally forget his name um I'm not gonna say he invented skyscrapers because I don't think he did but it's a possibility okay um, he probably did something innovative to skyscrapers. Yes, Let's he did something very innovative. Innova- he innovated skyscrapers, he you guys. He for sure merged engineering with architecture. Mm-hmm. Like, for sure did that. And he was Henry Ford's favorite architect. Yeah. And people all the time would ask him, how can you take Henry Ford's money? He's such an anti-Semite. And he was just like, business is business. And then I'm sitting there listening to this story. I was like, fuck, yeah, he took his money. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm going to take this anti-Semite's money and I'm going to give it to other Jews. (laughs) And I'm going to make them smart and make them rich all off the back of Henry Ford, who is such an anti-Semite that Hitler looked up to him (laughs) and based Mein Kampf off of Henry Ford's writings. Right? Yep. And so, like, I, I kind of, like, have this revelation in front of the lady. And she's just like, ah, ah, ah. Like, she gives me that weird <laughs> smile and head nod. Uh-huh, I was like, uh-huh. yeah, he took his money because he turned that around and he made even more awesome juice. Which he did. He educated all Fuck his yes. brothers, turned them into architects. So, like, who knows how far those $4 went into 
educating Jews and making them rich. I love it. Like, it just warms my heart. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? That's why I want that sweet, sweet Bezos money going to work for Amazon so I can, like, take the demon's money and go do something good with it. That's right. <laughs> anyway, super interesting tour. Um, she fucking loves Dan What's-His-Face from Rock Financial, who is just gobbling up all the downtown real estate and reinventing Detroit. Um, th no one likes the Illiches because they gobbled up all the real estate, destroyed all the buildings, and they did nothing with the land, which uh, you and correct. I know. We know this. <laughs> which yeah. you and I do. <laughs> correct. They just, so I don't even know what their master plan was. Right. But I, you know, I asked her and I was like, so like, if you wish more people lived in downtown and came downtown, like, how do you think that's going to happen? I'm like, I can't afford to live downtown here. I can't afford a million dollar penthouse apartment. Right. I can't afford a million dollar townhouse across from, you know, LCA. So how do you expect investors to, to build and, and rejuvenate downtown when there's no one that can afford to live here? Mm -hmm. She did not have an answer. Right. So if you're really interested in an architecture tour, she's your lady. But if you have any deeper questions, <laughs> she is not your lady. Yeah. I mean, it kind of has to go the other way around normally, right? Or like in like the Industrial Revolution and other times in history when cities were building up, like the industry and the thing that they were building up around happened first and then the places to live built up and then more expensive ones mm -hmm. you don't just build expensive places to live and then go all right come here guys right and it's I, going I, backwards from what normally happens i also asked her about all the office buildings and i'm like everyone's working from home and she's like, oh yeah that needs to stop they all need to come back to work no. downtown i was like yeah no fuck off i'm like that's not happening fork off i'm like how about turning all these office buildings into apartments <laughs> if you have a, a 50 story building that's sitting empty because everyone's working from home why don't you flip them into apartments into affordable hud housing mm -hmm. and bring people back down to detroit bring people back down detroit is also a food desert whole foods finally came to detroit there's mm -hmm. one grocery store <laughs> Woo! yay we did we you did know? it but like downtown we couldn't find anywhere to eat lunch we were there at noon on a Thursday. Mm. Couldn't find anywhere to eat. Oh, I should have sent you to my friend's restaurant. Yeah. It's in the Fisher like, Building. It's called the Lunch oh, Place yeah. or something we went like to that. The Fisher, I think we Oh no, we didn't go to the Fisher Building. We thought about it. My um my friend's my friend's restaurant is there and it's so open like, for lunch only. We ended up at Buddy's. Yeah. Because Hockey Town was closed and um the Cuban place, uh, Frito Bandito's was closed. And like, it was like walk to Buddy's or walk to Bucharest Grill. They were both equidistance, but we needed to be in the direction of Buddy's. I was we, like, we you had a 50-50 choice and you picked Buddy's over Bucharest. I wanted to go to Bucharest, but we had to like go and like down towards the river. We've and had some great, great late night shawarmas yeah. there. Uh, we did end up taking a lift because Buddy's took forever. God damn it, buddies. Um, I, you know, it was like we ordered pizza and mozzarella sticks. How'd you fuck it up? But they did. Regardless, great tour. I recommend it. Um, I'll 
I'll put the link on Facebook or something. It was pricey for mm-hmm. a private tour. Um, I think she does weekend group tours. and I need to email her about like doing a YFU tour with um, exchange students. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. So we also went to this really weird German art installation on the east side of the Eastern Market. If that's possible, <laughs> that was an interesting drive. Yeah. And then this guy just took the whole block, which is barren, except for the four houses in the middle of the block, mm-hmm. um, and just turned it into a giant art installation. Oh, my goodness. It's called like the Heidelberg Project or yes. something. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. you were desca- describing something else, but also in my head, I was like, this sounds much like the Heidelberg yeah, Project. which was really weird. It is. <laughs> it is. It's wonderful, though. Was delightful. We creeper, we creepered down that street. She was like, "Oh yeah, you can get out and walk around." And we got to that neighborhood and that street. I was like, "I ain't walking around." <laughs> Did you see what we had to drive through to get here? <laughs> so, yeah. So it was interesting. It's it's been interesting with our. Now we've had two exchange families come recently to Detroit. Um, the, the places we saw were awesome. It made, it literally did make me want to spend more time in downtown Detroit. We found really cool hipster bars and alleys. Yeah. We found these really cool, like boutique motels, hotels, you know, renovated and redone downtown with 50 themed diners in them, you know, but like $400 a night if you want to stay there. I'm like, see, that's why, like, that's why no one comes downtown. <laughs> Right. Except for events, you know, yeah. the lady was like, how come you, I was like, and she talked about the winter market. I was like, there's winter markets here, like in London, like London winter markets. Like there's a winter market in campus Marshes Park. She's like, oh yeah, it's like the best market in the, in the country. You've never been to the market. I was like, no, once again, I'm from the area. We only come to Detroit for football games. Mm-hmm. Like you go to Detroit for the event, you leave Detroit. You don't stay and hang out, right? So um, it was it was interesting. It's been interesting trying to show off a city I do love and adore. Yeah. To to our visitors, um, but like both of them, you know, Isla's dad and Anina's parents were both both said, "Where are all the people?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where are all the people? It's Thursday at noon. Where are all the people? They moved out in 1969. Saturday at noon. Where are all the people? They moved out in 1969. Yeah. So she talked about that. She talked about the Great White Flight. Um, you know, the, the history of Detroit, which boomed um, pre-Great uh, Depression and then sank in mm-hmm. the great during the Great Depression um, and has had a very hard time recovering since. So... Um, yeah, it was, it was real interesting. So it will be, uh, I look forward to hopefully doing uh, more reasonably priced group tours with her. Nice. So anyway, it's been a whirlwind two weeks. So I went and saw probably my biggest highlight. We went and saw Fluffy, Gabriel Iglesias. Oh, Gabriel Iglesias. I was like, is there a new, a new kids movie? Fluffy? Nope. 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 <laughs> Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> Was he um, good? Yeah, super good. So his friend Martin opened for him. Yeah. And Martin was talking about how he was like, I just had to like cleanse everything. I had to get I had to get rid of it. I'd get saged. And I screamed. I was like, woo! So I'm like the one witch in the audience. 
Mm. And he was like, so I'm real saged up one afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) So he started like being on Instagram looking at hot ladies and he started tagging all of his stuff body positive model and he considers himself an instagram model now nice (laughs) and then he also talked about how he had a nipple ring Uh um that he had for a really long time so his one nipple is really bigger than the other because he only had one and he was like so he always tags everything big nipple energy (laughs) i love it it was very funny and good (laughs) but so Early in his set, he was talking, you know, there was a lot of stuff in all three comedians talking about COVID. And early on in his set, he's like, you know, we just got really divided, really divided. And one side is out there saying, you know, we need to band together and we need to get, you know, vaccinated and we need to follow science and and a couple people woo. And he's like, and then there's another group out there who's like, I need my freedoms, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the crowd goes wild. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize I was supposed to cheer at the first part. (laughs) (laughs) like Like, oh there's four democrats and people four scientists in this audience yeah there's there's four liberals here and everybody else is a republican so it was actually very clever of him to have that in there to test the audience to see which Mm. side they fall on so that they can sort of put towards the rest of their set like that like at one point when fluffy was talking about getting um getting vaccinated he was like because i wanted to work you know, and they were able to laugh at him for that. And I was like, I would have enjoyed this more if if I'd been more with my people and it had gone that way. Yeah, because you like those comedians and you you know they're not conservative. <laughs> yeah, you guys think Fluffy, but the Mexican immigrant <laughs> is conservative. Um. Yeah, like that puts a damper on your night, right? It did a little now bit. Now they. The vibe, yeah, I didn't enjoy the vibe as much. Yeah, now they're angling the vibe to the assholes in the in the, in yeah, the audience. a little bit, a little bit. Instead of just being themselves and risking people walking out. Right. Which is what they should just do, just be themselves. You know. Because if you didn't know Garth Brooks was a Democrat, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> right? Sanders 20. <laughs> <laughs> I think I told that story to Isla's dad because I was we were just I was so tickled about it. Oh, it's know? so funny! So funny. Those of you who don't remember, you got to go Google it. Garth Brooks, Sanders twenty. Now you know. Yeah. And so anyway, um, so yeah, that we did that, and um, I'm such an idiot. I listened to our previous two podcasts. So in our last podcast, when I announced that I have a girlfriend, I was like, I don't know if I've ever talked about her before. I had talked about her in literally the previous episode. <laughs> I, I was like, God, I'm stupid. It's all right. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll confirm and deny whatever we say. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. So the, she uh, borrowed my car the other day and uh, to get food because I blocked her in and I had to have I had to be on a phone call so I'm on my phone call and she borrows my car and we hang out for the rest of the day you know we have food we watch movies we you know hung out and then I'm going to leave and there is a glass bottle on her doorstep and she goes oh I was going to recycle that because at first I was like did she like drink a secret coke behind my back (laughs) (laughs) she's shame drinking she's shame drinking and then I was like no I had that in my car and I was like is that from my car and she looks at me like shamefully and was like, I cleaned your car when I drove it. <gasps> no. I loved it. I thought it was cute. Okay. She took out, 
He's like, how do you know where anything is now? <laughs> well, because um, because when we were driving back from Frankenmuth, my car was already cleaned out of shit because we had to put Zelda's. Oh yeah, you had thing already been traveling. With I had already Joseph been and Zelda traveling with Joseph and, stuff, and yeah. was El- and had to have Zelda stuff in my car. So, so you just had like some odds and ends garbage in there. Mm-hmm. Yep, and she. Took all she the, was just tidying up. She was tidying up. She even, there was a plastic bag and she like put the plastic bag into the glove compartment. So I have a little garbage bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's too cute. I can't handle the cuteness. I love it. Yeah. I usually just take a shopping bag and wrap it around my center console, like shifter thingy. I finally did a relationship reading for us with tarot cards. Mm-hmm. I hadn't previously. I finally did. And like, I actually did two different kinds of spreads. And both of them said basically the same thing. Did I stutter? <laughs> I just was like, they were slightly different. Like, yeah, asking yeah, yeah, the question yeah. in a slightly different way. And I was just wanting to like, you know, sometimes you miss stuff. Sometimes you need clarification on things. Mm-hmm. Both of them said the same thing, which is that we both really like each other, but there is some imbalance coming. Right. I'm like, I did not expect that imbalance coming four days later. Like I thought that <laughs> I did. I <laughs> I did not realize that. That was, escalated quickly. I did not realize that was coming right away. So, um, I Abby and I hosted our last ever Night Moves party, which I wanted it to go out on a high note. I wanted it to be a banger. And I messaged her and I was like, if you aren't going to enjoy this, just let me do it on my own. And she was like, fuck you. How dare you try to kick me out of our party? And I was like, you've been a miserable bitch lately. I didn't say that. But I th- that, that was the... Ba- the You've been really, you've been having a really hard time lately. And like, maybe you should just like not come if you don't want to be there. If you go and are miserable, you're going to make me miserable. I did say that to her and she was just like, fuck off. So, um, she, I was like, I thought I was offering you a gift and that you really didn't want to do this, but she came and it was, it was a banger. It was a, it was a high note of a party. That party was fucking incredible. Awesome. Um, Truly one of our best ever. And so. You should have going out of business sale parties more often. Truly. <laughs> literally that. Maybe that's why they do them all that's the time. That's why they do them all the time. <laughs> so my girlfriend came to the party. And her boyfriend also came to the party. Her boyfriend always comes to the party. She's never been to one before. So this isn't like. It wasn't like she brought an additional new person. Right. He's a friend of mine for a really long time. Okay. Shannon's, yeah. Shannon's no, looking at I'm, me. I'm, I'm okay. following. So. Um. You know, like, he and I both co-topped her for impact, so we were both hitting her. And that was really fun. And um, I did other stuff. I met this, like, tiny little non-binary human who was adorable, asked me if I would top them after. And so I did. And um, at the end of the night, it wasn't even totally the end of the night. I wanted to do more things, but I was like, I've run out of energy. Like, I just did stuff for, like, four and a half straight hours. And I check, I can't do anything anymore. And so while I am unable to do anything, I watch my girlfriend and her boyfriend have sex. And I was like, mm, I hate this. <laughs> yep. This is, this is awful. Oops. Don't, the, the line, and I done passed it by a lot. <laughs> and so um, on Sunday, I had, first of all, I had drop, which is, um, you can have sub drop or dom drop or like whatever. It's like, you know, when you have a ton of, uh, 
Am- not amphetamine. <laughs> yeah, no, like you had an emotional drop because you had s- spent all your energy. Yeah. Emotional energy at a party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was the next day. Yeah. So like the next day I had, I kept on calling it fun hangover to my parents. I was like, I'm just having a fun hangover today. I had too much fun last night. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Felt like shit. But so I also cried a lot. I was like, I am bad at polyamory. <laughs> But then after like pulling my shit together and thinking about it, I was like, okay, it is totally reasonable to say I'm fine with my girlfriend having a boyfriend and I don't want to watch them have sex. I think that's an okay boundary. Yeah. He's also not your boyfriend. Not my boyfriend. He's her boyfriend. Correct. And she's your girlfriend. Correct. So she's the common denominator. Right. There's, it's not, it's not like a giant polyamorous family. No. In fact, um, I was really close with his ex who turned out to be a psychopath. I really loved her. Like she was one of my absolute best friends in the scene. And in early 2018, I asked them together if they would date me and they didn't like they didn't really respond about it so like if he ever were interested in me that ship has sailed but there are some feelings there of like slight rejection of like mm-hmm. i wasn't good enough well, it, maybe they just didn't both want i don't know whatever it no is, i like, didn't take it hard at yeah. the time i was just like that is what it is and then they like Mm, I don't know, a month or two later, got a ser- uh, another third, a different third who was not me, a serious girlfriend. And I was like, I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> fine, fine. I see how it is. I see how it is. Whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, but I've been having a lot of like drop, terrible feelings, emotional hangover, and then big bad like, I'm, I don't even do, I'm bad at this. I'm not I'm not bad at this. It's okay to it's okay to have boundaries. It's okay to have whatever boundaries you feel like you need. Yeah, and sometimes you don't know what those are until you encounter them. Yeah, and there so, it was. Like that time I tried to do a three-way with my two best friends in college and I didn't <laughs> like it one bit. <laughs> oh fuck, I've been there. <laughs> but like I think I could totally do a three-way with like two strangers, you know? Yeah, I mean there's a reason. There's no emotional baggage there that i have a thing where i say i don't fuck my friends there's no like wishing i was really dating that guy you know mm-hmm. and then seeing him make out with my best friend and not liking that you know right yeah so i can share but i don't share <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right no i get it but I yeah you don't it. know what those lines are till you encounter them yep crossed it hated it so <laughs> did crossed not, it hated did, it did not like don't want to do again. <laughs> do not recommend. Don't do not recommend. For don't you, for you. Yeah. Don't want to do it. Yep. And that's okay. It's totally okay. And I definitely need to like have that discussion with her, but um be like, "So, yeah, I love you and I get it. I don't want to know though." I don't even mind knowing. Like they snap me pictures in bed like on Snapchat of them oh, in okay. bed. And I'm like, oh, cute. I'm glad you guys are having fun today. Yeah, but you don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. You sure? Sure. <laughs> I- that sounds like a good spank bank opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> she made the best face ever. <laughs> <laughs> 
I made a bad joke. That was Shannon laughing at the face I made. It was like, mm, I don't know. I don't think so. Was it like the suggestion or the fact that I actually used the bang bang? No, it was a suggestion because it went into my head again. Right. Sorry. I saw the visual image of his glowing white ass. And his balls slapping. Oh, fuck Sorry. off. I don't want to watch my girlfriend fuck her boyfriend. I don't know. Maybe you could watch her fuck him, just not him fuck her. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, that's totally different. Like maybe. seeing those titties bounce up and down while she's riding them could be fun. Except she, that's what she does on me. Like, See? There you go. Mm, hey. I already have that. <laughs> um, and then the next day while I was having drop, he said something horribly offensive to me, which was that he is responsible for introducing us and he is responsible for my happiness right now. And what? that he turned me more gay. I don't understand any of that. I met her at a party at his house. Yes. She is friends with his first girlfriend. Yes. But why is he responsible for your f- emotions and feelings? Yeah. Because cause like, without him, I wouldn't even be here right now. <clears throat> he and the entire five years that I've been friends with him, he has never said anything that has made me upset before. And I was like, just that like, sounds like a load of shit. So, well, I brought it up to Abby... And Abby said, girl, I think he's jealous of you. Yeah. I think he's, she said, I was watching the way she looks at you and interacts with you is not the way she looks at him and interacts with him. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I think he, that was a story he was telling himself to feel better about himself that next day because he felt bad at that party. Well, that's possible. That yeah. was Abby's, that was Abby's take from her point of view. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't really know. I don't, I don't really, I literally always thought that I met Lauren because of Kristen, because Lauren was Kristen's friend. Mm -hmm. And I actually became close. I mean, Kristen invited me, but I became close to Lauren initially because Kristen invited me to brunch at her house. Lauren was there and a couple of their other friends. And, like, I became, like, I got to be with the girl group that, you know, and, like, yeah. became friends with all of them. So, like, this whole time I've always thought, like, I met Lauren because of Kristen, not I met Lauren because of her boyfriend. Slash my friend. Yeah. You. It is what it is. You have no, you have, you are not responsible for my feelings. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck off. God damn it. Men, why do men have to be like this? We're not dating. You're not responsible for my feelings. I'm responsible for my feelings. Yeah, that's right. I didn't ask you for any aftercare. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, I love that. Beautiful. Beautiful. I invited Mandy to my fucking amazing party and she didn't come. I think she was on vacation this last week. Oh, bummer. I think she was up north or camping or something. As a maybe when I told her about it. Yeah. I took some swimsuits, some kitty swimsuits over to her, and I, um, she has a ring, so I know it just automatically turns on and starts recording. So I, like, waved, and I wiggled the bag in front of it, and I sat it down, and then I turned around and started booty shaking on the, on the, <laughs> Amazing. on the, 
on the porch and then I walked away and what I didn't expect was her to start screaming at me through the ring. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Because she had read her notifications and saw the whole thing Amazing. live. <laughs> so we had a conversation through her doorbell. Yeah, she's having a 40th birthday party this coming weekend and I'm going to go to Drag Queen Bingo with her. Yeah, that's my so, uh, dad's birthday. Yeah. So I couldn't go. So we I, did. Oh, at our party, we did cookie decorating. Mm, like decorate your boobies with frosting. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. And um, one that adorable non-binary human decided to have their butt e decorated. But, e it, <laughs> butt decorated. And it said, uh -huh. eat me. So there I am. Aww, Isn't that I great? It. I love it. I'm yeah. licking their booty. It eat was a really, me. really fun night. Yeah. Yep. It was a wild, wild fucking party. It was really fun. Nice. It was, it was exactly what I wanted the last one to be. Right. You know, like I wanted it to be a banger. Yeah. I wanted it to be amazing. I wanted it to be so many people doing so many fun things. And it was. Go out on a high note. Go out on a high note. Um, that adorable non-binary human also said that they are Hades if they are topping and they are angel if they are bottoming, right? And I said, oh, Hades is one of my deities. And they look at me all mischievously and we're like, worship me. <laughs> Sploosh. <laughs> nice. Yes. Love it. Lo loved it a lot. Worship me. Worship me. It was very, very fantastic. Amazing. My um my mom came over to help out. Catherine and I were out of town, um, like walk the dogs, and so Julianne mentioned the other day. She's like, "Oh, I saw your little your little rock area that you have with your pictures." So I was like, "Oh, you saw my altar," which means like they came into my house and were nosy and like we're walking around, not just like not just taking the dogs out and feeding them, right? I know. Um. I was like, oh, thank you. She's like, yeah, I really love it. And then my mom's like, yeah, you got a little Neely thing there now, too. And I was like, no. Gross. <laughs> I don't <laughs> kneel at my altar. Jesus. It's your table. Yeah. <laughs> like your little yeah. portable table. Little I'm outside like, one. I'm like, that's Maggie's portable outside altar that dad built her last year. She just hasn't taken it because she wants to decorate it with me and we just haven't gotten around to it. I don't kneel on that. I'd break it. And out, uncomfortable. Yeah, why do you got to kneel on that? That's yeah. ridiculous. No, I'm like, I sit on my ottoman or in my chair. In your chair. That's right. That's a meditation area, lady. Um, Content, what have you been watching or listening to lately? <gasps> I totally plowed through all of uh, How to Build the Sex Room. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> on, on Sunday. Fantastic. I banished Catherine from the living room so I could wa I watched all of them. Perfect. So that was really interesting. It was cute. I enjoyed it. I uh, They did a really good job having um, diverse couples um, and diverse, like, tastes. Mm -hmm. So there was, like, the dating couple who likes to be a little wild and, um, you know, the non-binary couple who they're performers and... Um, the couple, another couple, uh, uh, where the woman used to be a stripper, but hasn't stripped in years, not even for her boyfriend and like the 50 year old single woman who just wants to have a good time and like the old, like not old married couple, like Shannon, old married couple, like <laughs> the married couple with four kids that 
haven't had sex in years. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a really it was a really cute show. I really enjoyed it. Nice. Yeah, made me want to build a sex room. Yeah, like you I do. think everyone should have a sex room. I'm a fan. I think so. Oh, that's what I was going to talk about. Uh, one of the couples she took. So each little they do like they do like one and a half reveals per episode. So mm-hmm. one always carries on into the next episode, which is why I felt like I had to watch them all. Yeah. And nice. one of them, she took one of the couples to like um, uh, like an S&M training and the guy was doing flogging on a woman on a, on a St. Andrew's cross. Yeah. Maggie, hmm. this guy watching him made my panties swoosh. <laughs> he was an artist. He just like, he was doing acrobatic shit, pounding on her ass with those floggers. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. so when you were like, I did drop, <laughs> you're like, I did tension play and then head drop. And I was like, Yes, I could see that because that guy, I was like, I was tired watching him for 30 seconds. Um, you know, well, it was really I did great. sensation play with my friend, um, Nancy, and then we did the cookies. And then after the cookies, we did the impact. And then I did the other yeah, impact. impact play. Yeah. And then and then Lauren and I did sex where I wore a strap on. I'm sorry, Joseph. I'm so sorry. That's I feel like that just crossed a line. Um and I can bleep it. <laughs> Beep. I'm just gonna copy no, and paste do, that. Do this. Over. Honka honka honka. <laughs> and I had honka 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 with my girlfriend. <laughs> uh, right. So like all of those things that I described all together took like four and a half hours, mm. and then I was just like, I'm done. Stick a fatty fork in me. That's also like another thing about like the sex room. Like all that shit takes time. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You want to do the rope play? Awesome. But that's like, that's two hours I ain't got, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I just, I just, you know what I want? I want a fucking giant tub. I want my husband to give me a bath. Massage <laughs> my shoulders. That sounds very sensual. And, like, let me diddle myself mm-hmm. with a vibrator. Like, that's all I want. I don't need the rope play. That just sounds like so much work. Yeah. And like, I don't know. All those things seem fun, like a spanking horse. And oh, I did find a sex chair. I'm totally buying it. Oh, you are? $1,400. Buying it. (laughs) Great. It's like this S-shaped lounger that like holds up to 1,500 pounds. And I'm like, yes, yes, queen. So next time you come over and this wingback is gone and (laughs) what looks to be a therapy lounger is in its place. I will know. That's my new sex chair. I will know. (laughs) Um, I watched the end of Amphibia. I didn't realize it had finished. Oh, okay. So um, I cried. My my parents came in the room and my mom was like, are you crying? And I was like, I, yeah. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I wasn't expecting this. I was not expecting it. Well, that's good. I'll have to watch. Is yeah. Owl House still going? Owl House is still going. Uh, they finally released all of the episodes from season two onto Disney+. Plus. That was mm-hmm. a recent mm-hmm. addition. Season three is just going to be three 45-minute specials. That's all. Ooh. Okay. So it, that hasn't started yet. But just all of season wrapping two. Wrapping up all these IPs already, huh? Yeah. Um, the Owl House 
the guy said that it wasn't in line with the brand he wanted to have. What what Disney's making him do was not in line with what he wanted to do. No, 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 no. The sh- uh, the person who does the show is she. The it was the guy in in charge of Disney Plus, like Disney, like in charge of not Disney oh, Plus, the but like new Dis- CEO guy. Yeah, but yeah. it wasn't even the CEO. It was the guy in charge of the Disney Channel programming. Okay. Yeah, programming on the Disney Channel said that the Owl House was not the brand image that he wanted. Oh, he doesn't want diversity. He just want to include. He doesn't want to encourage kids to be witches. No, he doesn't want them to be gay. Shannon, God damn oh, it, get gay. with the program. Sorry, gay witches. <laughs> gay or witches. He doesn't want them to be gay. This, this, Aren't they gay in amphibia too? It is not so obvious, dude. Luce and Amity go to prom together. They go to Grom together. Right. They they kiss. Yeah. It's. Why are you doing that? I don't know. Why are you lifting that up with your feet and then opening I... your eyes like you're surprised when it goes to hit you in the face? <laughs> Did that twice <laughs> in a row. <laughs> they they are way more gay in. Does he not know what company he works for? He wants the not gay ones. Well, he needs to be not fired, like fired. Yeah, I know. Fired. I know. Dude, they wouldn't let, in um, Gravity Falls, they wouldn't let the cops be gay. He wanted the cops to be gay for each other. And if you, like, go back. That tracks. If you go back and watch it. romances, man. If you go back and watch it, knowing that, you're like, oh, yeah, they are super gay for each other. But he was never allowed to make that overt. Fuck off. I know. You can't. Disney plays both ways. Disney, you can't play both ways. They do. You can't be like, woo, gay, and then not have any gay characters in your shit. That's right. That's right. Killing me. Killing me. Killing me. Killing it? Killing me. Killing me. Killing it. Ugh. Uh, let's see what else about. How's my new living room? I fucking looks great, Shannon. It looks great. Are yeah. you in love with it? I do. I, I Are you think, happy? It's very open. It's very clean ish. Like one little table left. Oh, uh, season two of Only Murders in the Building is out. It's fucking good. I love oh, yeah, that you're show. Make me watch I'm, some of that tonight. I'm I'm obsessed. I want you to love it. I uh, like it. It's fine. It just seems like a commitment, and I don't have that many spoons. It, for new emotional burdens. It's only 10 episodes a season. It's not a long season. Let's see. Are they like 45 minute episodes? Mm. I mean, they're all over the place because it's just a straight to Hulu. Oh, yeah. But the first episode was 30 minutes. And got full 30. Uh, I'll get back to it. Will you, though? Probably. And you still have to also watch Our Flag Means Death. Yeah. I would also make Oh, me- and a new season of. Uh, shadows in the dark or vampires oh, yeah what we do in the shadows I tried to watch that I one. didn't realize I wasn't caught didn't up watch season three. I thought I was caught up <laughs> Lauren and I tried to watch it when it was released uh, when I saw her last week um, and I only caught like half of the episode apparently because I rewatched it and I was like I don't remember this at all <laughs> My husband needs to take the dogs out, and he's currently ignoring them. Mm. And Salem knows she's being ignored, which is why she is not happy. She's borking. She is borking because she knows that they... Dear God. (laughs) 
<laughs> Pets are just. Maggie's never coming over again. I have too many animals. <laughs> they And they all want a piece of Maggie. <laughs> they all want a piece of me. They Maggie's all... like, no, sir. No. Snapdragon took a little nap in my lap. We went on a walk yesterday. I forgot to show you that picture, too. I love it. So she was taking a long sniff under the juniper bush. So I sat down in the shade, and she came over and sat in my lap. We just had a nice little (laughs) rest in the shade together. Silly little kitty. I don't remember. Oh, oh, oh. Today, the um, Yang Chen book came out. That is Avatar Yang Chen. Oh, okay. So, Avatar The Last Airbender, one of the greatest shows of all time. And then there's a follow-up show called The Legend of Korra. Ooh, I accidentally rewatched all of Legend of Korra recently. So that's what's been taking up my time. Um, there are two books about Avatar Kyoshi, The Rise of Kyoshi and The Shadow of Kyoshi, I think they're called. Those are both incredible. They are so, so good. Um, I wish there was another Kyoshi book. I would totally read it. And then... The same author who wrote the two Kyoshi books wrote a book about Avatar, Avatar Yang Chen, who was the previous heir Avatar before Aang, right? So in order, okay. we have Yang yep. Chen, Kuruk, Roku, Aang, Korra. So those are the ones that we like know super well. So yeah, I'm reading the book about, about Avatar Yang Chen. Oh, I, I'm actually listening to it on Audible. And I'm pretty sold on it so far. I really like it. I think that if I were a bender, I would be an airbender because they are um, nonviolent and they are vegetarians. I'm like, yeah, like I could totally get behind the air nomad life, you know? What about you? What kind of bender do you think you would be in the Avatar universe? I don't know. I mean, my astrology sign is Aquarius and I get matched with Earth a lot too. So, um, I mean, I'm a pretty grounded person, so maybe I would be an earth bender. An earth bender. What do I, you think? I get to see you as water or earth. I, yeah. I agree. I could see you as either. So a mud bender. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. 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 I'd be the first one. I mean, I think in terms of like the culture of the water tribe versus the earth nation i think you're more water tribe right like they're more like diplomatic where Mm -hmm. in the earth kingdom it's all about like super structured hierarchy Mm, okay yeah you know and like if you are in the poor part of town you're not even allowed to go to the rich part Mm. of town you have to have like proof that you're allowed to go to the rich part of town yeah you know like the water button in the movie that no one liked Uh uh-huh um but I did because I haven't read any of the books, so the movie was delightful. Um, <laughs> the waterbenders were the ones with the ice palace, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah. Waterbenders. They were the cool. Oh, yeah, they are cool. Waterbenders have like the, you know, they have little hair loopies. <laughs> <laughs> they had the little hair loopies. They have the little hair loopies. So, yeah, anyway, that book, I'm into it. Um, I finally finished listening to the book Never. Uh, I was recommended to me. Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> never. never. Nope. 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 The whole, I mean, okay. Don't see that movie yet either. Nope. It's called Nope it's for called a nope. reason. Nope. The beginning, the whole, like, there's multiple storylines going on and it's all really interesting. 
Um, and it's about like all these different world leaders and how they're relating to all these different things. And like the president of the U.S. is trying to de-escalate, but everything keeps escalating. And spoiler for the end of the book, it ends with her pushing the bomb to, for like nuclear destruction mm. and crying. The end. That is a thing that she chose to do. Well, I mean... I see why that why she felt like she had no other option. Yeah. But it was all these different things. We have like stuff going on in the Middle East. We have stuff going on in the Far East. Right. Like there's like all these different considerations going on. She Kylo Ren that shit. This, she just, well, like, no, hit the, the reset was, like, button. Terrorist group in North Korea starts launching nukes first. Mm-hmm. Right. And so she tried to stop them with nukes. And China said, you nuked North Korea. That is our closest ally. And so we will nuke you. Just like John F. Kennedy said in Bay of Pigs, like you, you did that. So this can stop as soon as we get get our revenge. And so she was like, yeah, I can't let it go down like that. Yeah. I mean, that's why we haven't stepped in to help the Ukraine, right? Right. Because Putin is fucking crazy and has been holding nuclear holocaust over all of our heads. Right. So. Right. I mean, but like you, it the setup is really interesting of like you see all these threads and how like all these different ways that like all the different world leaders are trying to save face and prove that they're not weak but also like avoid the nuclear war but the nuclear war ends up happening anyway it it was an interesting setup like and the author clearly did a lot of research but just like the end was just and then everybody died i guess i don't know (laughs) you're like no I've been reading all my girlfriend's books. My yes, friend you had Elaine brought that Reed. up before. How is so all that going? They are delightful. So they're just kind of, they're just fun books about a publicist who travels the world with a bunch of rock stars and whose like best friend is a literal rock star, like one of the biggest bands of the world. So she's super humble. And um, one of her in the, the, the main book, because she has five little books and three of them are with her main character. Um, so the girl you want and have love will travel are like back to back continuation of like one into the other. And at the end of the second book, like homegirl is like having an anxiety and panic attack. Yeah. I am like, this chick needs meds. <laughs> like she needs to, she, being super neurotic and needs to get her shit together. <laughs> it's like, wow, you wrote anxiety and depression really great. <laughs> um, and I meant I was going to message her and be like, did you meet for her to be full of anxiety, and depression and self-doubt? <laughs> Nailed it. Um, yeah. So they're really cute. They're not like they have some mild sex scenes in them, but nothing, nothing like my my like in porn so um just just cutesy little little scenes or like you know tasteful little sex scenes so Mm -hmm. but not not like one or two a book not a not a ton but yeah they're they're cute so i am on caught up in you which is a prequel and then like there's a little christmas themed one it takes place in ann arbor michigan so we'll see how well she wrote the town that She's never lived in before. Um, (laughs) And uh, she has another book coming out. So I don't know if the whole book drops tomorrow or if just the cover of the book is dropping. 
And the reason I'm finally plowing through all of this is because they're all finally available in Kindle. Um, I've had like the first two hard books for like two years now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, you, you had said that before. Yeah. Something about reading on my phone makes things a lot easier in life. It's okay. That's what does it so, for you. Get, the, yep. get those reads on that way. That's what does it for me. Do it. Do it to it. Do it to it. But yeah, so Elaine Reed, and it is The Girl You Want, a Words That Fail Me series. So that's the name of the band she ends up doing PR work with. So she's sassy. I like her. Good. Of course, there's like a ton of inside jokes. And if I actually even knew Elaine better than I do, like I'd be giggling even more. Mm-hmm. So um, like she has the character's best friend be Amy. And that's Elaine's best friend in real life. Cute. And she has her main character obsessed with Aerosmith. And Elaine's obsessed with Aerosmith. <laughs> so just living her best rock star life in books. And it's great. I love it. Yay, Elaine. I have friends who are authors. What? So do you. You actually have quite a few friends who are authors That's and true. actors and stuff. Oh, fuck have me. Have they written anything new lately? No, not that I know of. Uh, I just got it. Jesus. What's wrong? I just... Real-time drama. Real-time drama. Real-time drama. I got a um, notification that the my flight for Vegas dropped. And it dropped... By $60. So now it is $688 instead of $748. That's the Delta flight, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to have to fly Spirit, man. No, the fuck I am. Get the big, fuck I get am. Get a big seat. The f- No, I have enough points to cover this. Oh, okay. I've been banking points for forever for this trip. Right. My points were supposed to be to upgrade me to first class. That's not happening. Definitely not happening. I've been watching the prices go up as well on Delta for that flight, and it's it's been at seven forty eight for a really long nauseous. time. I want to go to Galveston for Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. and flights are like four fifty. Yeah. Then I went ahead and invited my niece Morgan to go with me because she turns twenty one on the twelfth this year. So I was like, I think that I'm going to make that my thing. Aunt Fifi takes all the kids on a trip when they turn twenty one. <laughs> So, I'm going to take her to Mardi Gras. Now I have to pay for $800 in flights, which I am not happy about. I mean, a $700 flight to Vegas is insane. Yes. That's insane. Yes. That is cuckoo fucking banana Banana pants. pants. Yes. And it's the week after SEMA, so I don't know why, like, what what the big deal is. Is it a different convention? Like, what else is going on? The last time we flew to Vegas when it was expensive was because it was March Madness. Yeah. And you would expect that to be a little pricier. Yeah. But even then it was affordable. I don't know, man. I don't know. It sucks. I'm pissy about it. Yeah. I'm sorry you didn't get flights when I did. I didn't have the money to do it at yeah, all. I know. Like when you did that, I was really broke. Yeah. And I was like, it doesn't matter because they're going to go down from this anyway. I mean, in a normal year, it should have, right? In a normal year where there wasn't a war and there wasn't, um, like, 
the gas prices going yeah. through the roof and like all of the other weird ass shit like the post pandemic bullshit that's been affecting everything all, everything yeah. all of the flights everywhere in a normal year it would have gone down from what you purchased them at yeah right i think i but like even too even when you did that i did not have extra money at all i didn't have the money to do it yeah and i bought them obscenely early right like really obscenely early and you i bought don't them know in february yeah i don't know what made me do it but uh, my gut was just like i'm doing it like something about whatever i was listening to in my gut I was like, I don't know if that's going to get any better. Like the predictions are they're mm-hmm. going to get better. But you have to remember those predictions are based For on the every lowest. Single, every single flight. Yeah. And they're also just... based on like, it, it's going to be the spirit flight that drops to 160. You know? Well, I know that my flight's not dropping to 160. But my hope is that if the spirit flight drops to 160, my flight will drop to... 400? 400. <laughs> yes. Back to what Shannon bought, three seventy six. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> that is my yeah dearest hope. Right. Yeah, I don't know, man. the The airlines are they're getting they're having fucking a lot everything of, up. They have a lot of issues right now. They have a lot of issues you know, right people now. People get sick. They don't have replacements for them. They are canceling flights left and right. So, I mean. I haven't gotten insurance on anything, but everything is still cancelable at this point. Mm -hmm. And I use points for my flights, so I mean, I'll just probably get a refund for those like points back or just a voucher for a future flight, you know? Right. Like I'm not traveling anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So... Are you sure you don't want to go see Ben de la Creme in New York or London? I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> trying to build my business back up here. Can't take too many times the off. The Magic Mike live tour is starting back up. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a thing. It, was it a thing before? I guess so. I guess they, oh. I think they were trying to start it when the pandemic hit. So, ah, I see. Put like a hold on stuff. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, but we'll have to see if they come to Detroit or Chicago or Pittsburgh. You know, somewhere <laughs> within four hours. Indianapolis, Cleveland, Columbus. Yeah, yeah, yeah all those places. There's a lot of cities within four hours. Tol- uh, yep. Toronto. We can go to Toronto if the Canadians will have us. I mean, we really do need to work on our escape plan from the U.S. Seriously. Scott's mom was Canadian. She was. She never became a U.S. citizen. Scott could have got a dual citizenship by oh. the age of eighteen if he had wanted to. Done fucked up. He A-A-Ron. done fucked up. A.A. Ron. Now I have no escape plan. No, we have. It's okay. I mean, I, I said last time that that apparently, um, apparently. The provinces are talking about what's going to happen. Experts say that the United States is headed towards a civil war right now. Like, historical experts say, yeah. like, based on these things, the U.S. Uh, is headed towards a civil war. V for Vendetta, the Great American War. And the provinces in Canada have already been talking about, like, so, refugees from the U.S. Let's talk 
possibilities and plans. Because you have to have a plan in place before a thing happens like that. Yeah. You can't just have a pandemic and expect shit to work out. You can't just have a refugee crisis and expect things to work out. Yeah. We're going to be flooding to Mexico and Canada. Yeah. What's Uh, nice is that I would be able to finish my degree. So that's good. (laughs) Hooray. Hooray. All right. We need to turn this boat around and talk about funny shit so oh fuck i don't know anything funny well we can do internet stuff of the week or okay we can do some internet stuff am i the, the asshole um oh what was some good am i the assholes this week do 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 vamp marshall vamp i'll just cut this out uh am i the asshole for ruining my brother's marriage because his wife left me at the pool okay proceed um, sounds like a cunt to begin with. So I think that was just the cherry on top of the cake. How did you call that so early? I mean, am I the asshole for ruining my brother's marriage because she left me at the pool? Sounds a little extreme. I, so I think she's a bitch. I, 19 year old woman, had surgery a couple days ago to get all four of my wisdom teeth out. And because um, of the type of surgery... I, the dentist had to drug me hard and do the removal, but the actual IV medicine, so I was pretty much unconscious, the whole thing, they told me to have a responsible adult drive me to the appointment and back because the meds would make it dangerous to drive. Yes, my I, mom I had that done. My mom was on a work trip and couldn't take me, so I asked my sister-in-law, who was 24, if she would do it, the whole thing. It would only take an hour or two. I even offered gas money. Because the dental office was about 45 minutes away. I would have asked my brother, but he works during the day and his wife is a stay-at-home mom with a two-year-old daughter. My sister-in-law agreed to take me to my appointment. The surgery went fine. She waited in the lobby, but when I came out of the anesthesia, I was disoriented and nauseous, which I guess is normal. I had gauze shoved in my mouth to stop the bleeding. And my sister-in-law took me to her car after I was let go. I don't remember much of the drive because... Uh, Sorry, but it felt like not enough time had passed before my sister-in-law got out of the car and told me to come with her. I was really out of it, and I followed her because the alternative was staying in a hot car. Long story short, we were at a pool? Question mark, question mark, question mark. (laughs) I was really confused, but once we were through the gate, my sister-in-law basically parked me at one of those little table benches and said she'd be back in a while. I was trying not to puke. I was really dizzy from the heat and the drugs. Yeah. Yeah. So I asked her. She's to, supposed to be in bed, man. So I asked her to take me home, but she wouldn't. I guess since it was her day off and she didn't have my niece, she was meeting her, her friends at the pool. I was starting to feel sick and on the verge so of So is this a second out. brother? Mm-mm. No, it's the brother's wife. Yeah. So the brother works. Yeah. She's stay at home yeah. with a kid. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then not two separate brothers. No, nope, right. it's Okay. One. Okay. Sorry. Um, I was starting to feel sick and on the verge of passing out. So I called my brother. I don't think he could understand me between the meds and the stuff in my mouth because he hung up. And I guess he called his wife because she came stomping back over, cussing and yelling at me, and took me back to the car. I passed out on the drive home, but we, when we arrived, my brother had left work and met us in the driveway. He was screaming at his wife, and she was crying. I was still pretty disoriented, but my brother took me back home and stayed with me until my meds wore off. That's when he told me he was divorcing his wife because of what she did. Plus some other things that he didn't want to mention. It's been a few days since then, and my sister-in-law has been blowing up my phone telling me what a bitch I am and how tattling destroyed my tattling destroyed her family. Part of me feels bad because of my niece, and I wonder if I should have just dealt with it and waited for her to be done at the pool instead of causing my brother and causing problems. 
Absolutely not. You didn't do, she didn't do anything. Mm-mm. This was like the straw that broke the camel's That's back. Right. He uh, had already been thinking about it. Yep. And for her, his wife to be so disrespectful to his sister when that's a major surgery. It's a major surgery. I, Scott and my mom took me to my appointment. They mm-hmm. both had to pour me into the car and help me up three flights of stairs into our apartment and put me on the couch. I don't remember much of that day either. Yeah. Like, it's a major thing. There's videos all over YouTube about that shit. Yeah. Like. I had my friend who was a nurse um, pick me up. She works at U of M um, in pediatric cardiology, but still. Um, and I, the Wendy's was right across the street from my dentist. So she took me up to the Wendy's and got me a Frosty. And like, I didn't realize that I like couldn't eat. And I just had Frosty all day. <laughs> I wish she had videotaped that shit. I know. So you know what I did though? You, know, I, you probably look like Anna Ferris and Just Friends when she's eating that fucking toothpaste. <laughs> so after i realized on like the third bite that i couldn't figure out what i was doing i put down the thing and the mirror and i i watch yourself eat eat the frosty oh i fucking love it and then she took me to the video rental place to help me rent videos so that i could just sit down in front of the tv and watch movies um, you know, it was DVDs. It wasn't VHSs. This is not super long ago. It's not the Stone Age. It's not the Stone Age. Um, it's the same. It was this, like a few months before your wedding because they got so pissed at me when they went to fire me. They were like, you've missed so much work. And I was like, I had my wisdom teeth out. I got dry swine, sockets. I, I got, got swine flu, flu. And then I got pink eye. Sometimes you just get sick. Sometimes you just get sick. So anyway... Um, I my mouth was bleeding a lot, and I just sort of like leaned forward in front of the video store and just let blood fall out of my mouth. <laughs> you just lean forward and let blood fall out of your mouth like you're a fucking zombie. Just like literally fucking yes. Sharon needles. There like was bleeding. so much blood in my mouth, and I couldn't figure out what to do. And she she just like notices what I'm doing and like grabs my arm and is like, "Okay, we're leaving now." She's like, "Can't do that. You can't even biohazard you can't everywhere." Do that. So that was me on mine it was in this fall you know it was like september or whatever she should have taken her home yeah put her on the couch and then gone back to the pool right end of story you don't take her to the pool in the sun and the heat with all those drugs in her Mm -mm. and if she's having a bad reaction to the anesthesia Mm -mm. (sighs) okay i've got one more am i the asshole this one was really good that you'll like am i the asshole for asking my in-laws the same questions they ask me i already going to say absolutely not (laughs) got engaged to my fiance a month ago my in-laws are the type of people to ask questions personal questions they tend to be hurtful sometimes but i tried not to get offended um or make it personal but they're getting out of control instead of lashing out and being rude i've decided to answer these questions by turning it back on my in-laws and asking them the exact same question they ask me for example whenever my fiance and i are visiting my sister-in-law will ask, hey, when are you going to lose those pounds? And I go, when are you going to lose those pounds? <laughs> You've put on a lot of weight recently while pointing at her eye, while pointing at her eyes wide open. Then she'd get easily offended. Father-in-law would go, when are you going to get your own house? And I go, when are you going to get your own house? You are 73 and still paying to rent this house? 
My brother-in-law would ask, when are you going to get married? I go, when are you going to get married? You don't even have a girlfriend yet. They're obviously picked up on my vibe, but the blow up occurred last night when my fiance and I were at their house for dinner. My mother-in-law looked at me while I was eating and went on about kids and grandchildren and asked, when are you going to start giving us babies? My fiance looked at me with a oh boy face. <laughs> I felt no hesitation. I looked at her and when said, when are you giving us more babies? babies? That's what I want to know. <laughs> the table went quiet. Though some of the family members laughed. My mother-in-law and her daughter and husband all had really angry faces at me. And then the dinner was over. I got scolded by my fiancé on the way home, telling me I was being rude the way I talk back and respond to his family's no, innocent question. they're being fucking assholes. Fuck off. So tired of this family bullshit. Wait, wait, wait. So they, they were in the argument about it. And he said, why are you getting... Why are why are you being hostile? So why I, are you being hostile? <laughs> <laughs> he yelled at me again saying I was being childish and immature. <laughs> why are you being childish and immature? Icon. So Goddess. Did they break up? <laughs> oh, good question. I didn't I didn't see that originally. Let me check there. Let me check their thing and see. They did not post any updates, mm. so I don't know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> when are you giving us more babies? <laughs> you think they would have learned. An icon and a queen. Yeah, for real. Like, you think they would have learned. <laughs> Fuck off. Never. I'm never giving you grandchildren, actually. <sighs> right. I'm barren. We've decided not to have children. We're traveling the world. Um, I, this was one of my internet things of the week. I sent you this today because I was like, fucking icon. My father-in-law told everyone to be quiet so he could say grace. My two-year-old howled like a wolf. Oh! She worships the old gods. I love it. Here for it. All right. This is for my Trekkie friends out there. Star Trek is so woke now. The main character of Deep Space Nine includes Black Jesus, bisexual terrorist, trans worm, Dr. Twink, and his boyfriend, the fashion lizard, traumatized goo, communist himbo, and pro-union Irishman. So if you love Deep Space Nine as much as I do. I mean, I'm sorry. That's always been woke. It really has. It really has. It's uh, one of the first TV shows to have... A black woman on it with a white male cast. You know? Right. Yes. All right. So this one has a doctor. Where have you been? That's like people complaining about Rage Against the Machine. Oh, I know. I didn't know they were raging against the government. What machine do you think they were raging against, motherfucker? The washing machine. Jesus Christ. All right. I, I so rage against that machine, this too. This is <laughs> a woman holding a baby in the hospital, and the husband is looking at the bill, and he says to the doctor... What's this $4,000 hat charge? And the doctor says, that's for the hat. And the baby is wearing a top hat. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Because I our, I didn't get no our top health hat. system is fucked. I didn't get, I didn't get no top hat. I would have loved to see it. my baby in a top hat. Mm -hmm. Suit up. 
Um, I don't know if I told you guys this. So when I came back from school, I tweeted, I took a seven-week break from Twitter for grad school, and my biggest concern is that Jorts the cat forgot about me. And Jorts responded and said, never. Aww, Jorts. Jorts loves me. All right, it's time to wrap it up like a dick. Wrap it up like a dick. Did you look it up? What? No, I did not. I did not. It would be smart if I looked it up while I was doing internet thing of the week. close it down right now. Stop. I know you will because you've got my back. You guys, you can find us on the internet. Um, You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. You can interact with us on Facebook. And you can talk to me on Twitter now that I'm back. I'm back. I'm back, bitches. I'm Maggie at Brain of Maggie. And I'm Shannon at Shannon's Party. And this has been episode three. three. 21, 321 of That More Thing with Shannon and Maggie. Bye. Bye.